0: Earlier this week, we spent some time talking about the rate of inflation, which has hit 6.8% uh, in the month of April, slightly up from a month earlier where it was 6.7%. And, um, you know, the, the usual culprits are in there as always, uh, shelter pushing up the price, uh, and food is a big, big factor right now. Overall, food costs rose about 8.8% compared with a year ago. Canadians paid 9.7% more at the grocery store, though. Okay, so you factor in restaurants at 6.6 and you get the national average of 8.8. But in the grocery store, the cost of food for Canadians was up 9.7% on average um, April of this year compared to April of last year. And listen to some of these numbers. Fresh vegetables, 8.2%. Fruit, 10%. Meat, 10.1%. And then bread is 12.2%. Pasta is 19.6%. Higher. Rice is up 7.4%. So these kinds of cost increases, there's no escaping them. There's no getting around them. And we know that, I mean, it's just, it's the way that it is. Uh, and when you see a 10% increase on the grocery bill in a year, there's no doubt. Um, there's growing concern that it'll make putting food on the table just too expensive um, for some Canadian families. And they're going to be stuck in a in a horrible position. So to talk about that, we have uh, Valerie Tarasuk joining us. She's a professor in nutritional sciences at University of Toronto. Valerie Thank you for joining us. I appreciate your time today.
1: My pleasure.
0: I guess the big concern, we call it food insecurity, and that's exactly what we're looking at, right? When you see a 10% increase, it's food insecurity that comes to mind. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And how do we define that? I mean, when we talk about, are these people who are missing a meal or aren't getting, you know, exactly what, I mean, how do you define food insecurity?
1: Well, all of, we've spent a lot of time actually trying to figure that out. The way that it's measured and monitored in Canada and in many other countries is with 18 questions that range from asking people if they worry about running out of food and not having money for more, and then through questions about compromising the quality of what people are what they're eating because of a lack of money. And if then the most extreme, people reporting not eating enough, skipping meals, and it goes going whole days without eating in some cases because of a lack of food and money to buy more. So it's very tightly tied to someone's ability to afford the food they need.
0: Now, prior to this 10% increase year over year, I mean, it's always existed, right? I mean, we're a very prosperous country, extremely wealthy, but there are people who struggle with food insecurity even before this soaring inflation, right?
1: That's right. That's right. Since we started measuring and monitoring this thing in Canada, it has been a persistent problem. And, you know, it ebbs and flows. There are times where a province seems to be making progress and other times where they don't. Um, We're just on the cusp of releasing a report on data that were collected in the first six months of 2021, so about a year ago, And we can see there 5.8 million Canadians living in households that were experiencing some level of food insecurity. So really a very, very high number.
0: 5.8 million?
1: Yeah. And so that works out to be, I think, something like 15, 15 15.9% of households. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's very high. That's scary stuff, boy. Well, you think that's scary. Let me tell you the other thing. call, I did a little homework, okay. and Alberta wins the prize. Um, Alberta's, so looking at the 10 provinces, which is what we've got data for, and this is, again, data collected in the first six months of 2021, yeah. so about a year ago, 20% of people in Alberta were living in a food insecure situation.
0: Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60 day trial now at shipstation.com and use the code POD. That's shipstation.com
1: with the code POD. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? it's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at microsoft.com slash AI for all. 20% and that's the highest of any of the 10 provinces. So this is, so, and that's, that's a year ago. Now, When you factor in food price inflation and the inflation on other very fundamental goods and services, the situation has to be getting worse. So yeah, this is a very significant problem, especially in the province of Alberta.
0: Well, you talk about Twenty percent of Albertans experiencing food insecurity. Listen to this. The Calgary Food Bank, um, as a result of this inflation report, reported that they're seeing a 29 percent increase in demand year over year. So, I mean, it's gotten if it was 20 percent last year, who knows where it is now. But food banks
1: are certainly seeing
0: people showing up at their door a lot more.
1: And, I mean, we know from other work that most people that are food insecure don't go to food charity, right? So whatever those food bank numbers are, they're a fraction of the problem in the community because most people will not turn to public charities if they can avoid it. But it's, you can look at those, can, those Calgary numbers as the canary in the coal mine. Because what they're seeing then are people who are severely food insecure. It's a sign of desperation that they're turning to a food bank for help. Um, but it's, yeah, it, it should be a wake-up call for everybody that um, there's a serious problem of food insecurity amongst people in Alberta. So
0: what's your anticipation as we go through this period of hyperinflation? You know, food cost up roughly 10%. I mean, what, what's the inevitable outcome here?
1: It's two things. I mean, it, and, and it's terrible, right? I mean, we can expect people who are already struggling, which from our data would be one in five Alberta households, we can expect them to struggle more. So to make more compromises in the quality of what they eat, more, you know, they, they will, they're, they're, we already have good data saying that they are struggling to make ends meet. And that struggle will have gotten worse, which means there'll be more stress in those households, more compromises in, in all sorts of things, right? When, when somebody doesn't have enough money for food, they probably also don't have enough money to pay their rent. They may be, struggling, you know, frightened about being able to make utility bill payments. If they've got prescription medications, they may have trouble yeah. paying for those. So it's a cascade of things, right? And so, so yeah, like a spectrum of, of problems here, and we can expect them to get worse. What does that look like from a health perspective? Well, you can guess, right? Food insecurity is very, very tightly tied with a whole lot of chronic physical and mental health problems. And the the having a more... ...can only be intensifying that problem.
0: Um, last one, Valerie. I started off by saying it's unavoidable. There's nothing. You, you can't dodge this bullet. You just can't. We have to eat. Are there ways to, to make it easier, though? Is there something that people can do?
1: Well, I think there absolutely is something that people can do. I think that at times like this, as we're talking about food insecurity and this frightening level of um, food price inflation, I think we have to look at the policies that underpin our social safety net and say the people at the very bottom end of the income spectrum, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. what what are their what are those income sources are they indexed to inflation and in alberta the answer is no um it, the poorest people in that province will be people on social assistance and your benefits are not indexed to inflation which means there'll be no movement in those incomes right now uh, even though you know prices will be higher for people so it, you know it, at, at times like this i think it's really important that we step back and say let's take a good hard look at the policies we've got that are, that shape the resources of the most the most disadvantaged in our society, and what needs to happen there, and that's where we absolutely need to look to provincial leaders um, if, to take a look at those benefits and make sure that we don't have. You know, poor people get poorer, which is what's happening right now. Anybody on a fixed income, as these prices rise, they are effectively getting poorer. And we can't afford that to happen, I think, given the extremely negative health implications.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, the the consequences are dire. Valerie, thank you so much. Great insight. I really appreciate you joining us.